Folk, noise, electronics, improvisation. How can radical music help us manifest new possibilities for thinking and imagine new ways of organizing community through ritual behaviors, actions, and languages? You're listening to the Liquid Architecture Podcast. Today, Ruli and Wakia of Senyawa talk through the stories, languages, and sounds explored through their collaboration. The power of music performance and distribution for social connection, and what to expect from their upcoming shows for Liquid Architecture and Soft Center. Senyawa are a seminal outfit in Indonesia's thriving avant-garde music scene, having navigated unexplored musical terrain for more than a decade. The duo have developed a hybrid sound that weaves the tribal and primitive with industrial timbres and folkloric storytelling. Their sound is comprised of Ruli Shabara's deft extended vocal explorations, punctuating the frenetic sounds of Wakia Suryadi's self-built instrumentation. During the pandemic, Sinyawa released their latest album, Alcazar, with over 40 labels around the world. Senyawa will perform at St. Barnabas Church, Eora, Sydney, on Thursday the 24th of November for Soft Centre's opening concert, followed by a performance at Miscellanea in Nam, Melbourne, on Sunday the 27th of November for Liquid Architecture's Ritual Community Music Series. You can find tickets through the link in our show notes. My name is Ruli Shabara. I'm one half of Senyawa and I'm the vocalist. Hello, my name is Wukir. I'm a half of Senyawa too. I take care of the instruments and sounds. play music together since 2010 initially we just started to trying to get our sounds getting to know each other sonically but then it developed into more serious by on the second album we try to get a clear vision and and what kind of uh, direction we want the projects to be which is more about exploring the sound of the body human body which is the voice and then who cares the sound of homemade instruments but this is the direction which is has so much potential because it's limitless in terms of what we can achieve with this collaboration between like human and nature basically every album throughout the discography of senyawa in sequential order telling the story of how senyawa becomes and develops as an entity you know and then each album tells a different narrative in every step of that journey the first album was called Senyawa. This is just Ruli Sabara and Wukir Suryadi. It's not even Senyawa yet. The album is called Senyawa. This is how we become one, and then, but it's still separate. But then the second album, 
Taraki is, we try to find the formula. It's not really there yet. It's only already second album was still trying to figure out how we're going to do this. And the third album is called Menjari is to become. That's when we started to find our sound in that album. Like, okay, this is more like, this is how we sound like. I think it's nobody else really sound like this in that album. And then the next one is called Puncak or Summit Peak. And then this album is pure improvisation, 100%. No prepared lyrics, nothing, no prepared instrument, no prepared electronics. So it's all purely improvised. And we call that the summit. The peak of our musical achievement is when we actually being spontaneous. And then after that, it's called Sujud, which means go down. The gesture of kissing the ground is in a religious way. So that act of being humble and go to the ground after the summit. That's a very important step in the journey where we go explore it deeper after we think we've reached that summit. That's the album is about. And then the next one was Alkisa, where we start again. But this time, after a sujud, it means that we explore a new theme, which is more about the story of human as a whole, you know, like a, basically started the new journey of our narrative. So it's always very clear in terms of the theme because it can show the development and the progress of Senyawa's journey as a whole. So in the end, people can look backwards and track how the sound changes, how the lyrics changes, how the, the sound, the music changes, and then how, that also reflects how the Wukirena individually change in the way we perceive the world, I hope. We've got these questions a lot about what is your influence. I think, to be honest, we cannot really name specifically because I think it's not realistic. Even we can answer like, okay, I like to design. Maybe it's only because I like them, not necessarily mean it influenced me. You know what I mean? So everything you hear when once you really, even something that you don't like, but if you listen to it a lot of times, I think it will get into your brain and your DNA and then it changes how you sound. So in terms of influence, the history, not only music, but how we live our life, the memory, everything is part of what influence our music, I think. So everything we hear, the journey of one man or one person is influencing everything that he do, right? So in order to find out the real influence, someone needs to get to know someone better in terms of how he behaves, how he thinks. And that will be more realistic or fair to really get, okay, I think this is influenced by this book or by this movie or by this event or by culture from that specific place. So it's more interesting. I didn't come from a family of musicians or artists. I didn't study art. I didn't hang out with a lot of artists growing up. Yeah, I'm grateful because otherwise I will be like maybe different, yeah, the way I approach things. No teacher is a better teacher. And Wukir will have very different history than myself he will have a very different background memory you know then that will make a great mix when we 
combine these two histories? Like my father and my mother, that like just normal people. So, but I grew up long time with the theater community when I was young. I learning a lot from the theater actually. important for me to always uh, like uh, searching about the new sounds because I need the uh, different sounds that I think is give a uh, really imagination and then he can respond my sounds if I have a new sound he, he will try to get new sounds too for his body uh, always try bring new sounds and new instrument every album hooker instrument has very unusual sounds that trigger a lot of ideas from my part that I wouldn't think otherwise, you know, so by collaborating with Ukir's instrument, especially, I had to force myself to to at least match that versatility of the sounds that he makes by exploring not only the the way I use my voice, but also how manipulate the air in my body so it can create like not only melody, but textures, frequencies, any kind of sounds that should be explored because this is my instrument. Well, Wukir's instrument has so much sounds and I have to think about the sound from my instrument, which is my body. And this is what Senyao is all about. Just a vocalist that likes to experiment, but mainly not with the voice, yeah, but with the text. I was writer first before I was singer. So I like to explore text and, and words and lyrics and also expression, you know, but not so much as the detail of the craft of the voice. But then with Senyawa, I learned a lot from the project yeah, because it's, um, I have all the freedom. I don't have any other vocalists in Senyawa or any other instruments besides Wukirs. So I have all the space to explore. And I think it helps me to force myself to find more and more. And, and it's a rabbit hole. I think if anyone do this, like exploring the voice, which is looking, probing inward, that's um, a lot of things that they can find, which is very personal always. And it's always like, it's the sound of a human. So it's a very, very not only personal, but very existential, because that is the sound like the manifestation of existence, you know? <laughs> it's the air that makes us alive, that flows and then 
it's very very like reflective if you anybody who explore voice will definitely will come across this like realization you know people in Indonesia speak at least three languages i mean for like you know urban people for me it's not about what language it is or how many languages it's about the idea of language being when human they didn't choose the language they speak is given by the parents or by the surrounding or by the environment they grew up in. So it, it's never our choice. You would open your mind when you realize language shapes the way you think, shapes the logic of you. So it's very, very, very fundamental. So this is the aspect of language that I'm learning that is about language as a tool to program someone's brain, which what language is. Language is a tool, pro programming tool that shapes how people think, how people logic, and that shapes what who they are basically in the end. So exploring the different kind of sound you make is actually a search to find your true self or true voice, your real identity in terms of like who you are. <laughs> and this is why I keep doing this practice as a focal practitioner in terms of this, not become a, a singer or or whatever it's not technical yeah with senyawa i can achieve that because it have all this space and opportunity to really really explore this <laughs> Pandemic uh, really affects the way we think, of course. We have to rethink about uh, how we're going to move forward. It's not supposed to be the same, right? Because the pandemic really hits everybody and it should change you. If not, then you're not using the time off effectively because does everybody have this time off to actually rethink of all aspects in their life? That's, this is a time to, to change something. And that's what we did. So, okay, so we need to make an album that reflects that. And also at the same time, this is the beginning of our second decade. So we have to think not only what we do now, but for the next decade, we have to really think ahead. So we need to come up with something that will motivate us to make something that can be pushed in the next 10 years, at least, you know, something that's really strong. And Alkisa can represent that rebirth, telling the story that is universally a fact, which is the end is coming and then we all know that the entropy is part of the law of nature that idea really sink in because if that's true if that everything is coming to an end sooner or later that means what we all fighting for right now current state where everybody's keep fighting trying to overpower everybody dominate everybody's all about taking power which is meaningless if you think in a bigger space that it's not gonna mean anything because uh, so this is the basic basic idea about how to see power structures and how power play a big part in shaping the world and Alkisa is telling that story about that about how power not only can but always corrupts someone who wills it you know so the idea of Alkisa to be redistributed is to experiment with the not solution but a different way to approach 
power, which is if it's always corrupts when you wield it, then it should be shared once you have it. So that was the idea behind the experiment of Alatisa, which is the biggest power we have was the music that we just make the new one. But that means we have that power. But what if we share that before we even release it so that everyone has equal, everyone has the same power who wants to be part of this will have the same power and we'll see what happens. So something like so very simple, but very strong and have multiple layers to discuss, you know. We didn't think about the music industry at all when we made this idea. It's just experiment that fits to the theme of the album, which is power, right? So in real life, how that theme of the album on the lyrics can be represented in real life. The real life then, the power should be shared. That means we let go of the stems to be owned by anybody who is participating. And then that means even Senyawa will have to compete with the other labels. That means everyone, especially during pandemic, where the basically musician artists really, really don't have anything to do, really don't have income, really don't have motivation, and all struggling. And then one day they got a stem of the new album of Senyawa. That can open so much possibilities if they want. They can do because they can do whatever. So that means everyone suddenly can eat at least, you know, and everyone can be creative and be motivated and, and it's global scale and it's feeding each other off with this idea with this you know and it's a great strategy in terms of marketing as well in terms so we, we don't need press the press come to us we don't need the publication the publication go by itself we don't need uh, we don't need it's a very effective strategy at the same time it makes the music industry start to notice okay so this is a bold step because it bypasses the big distributions right or the major structures of the industry. So I think uh, it's become interesting and not to mention the uh, the locality aspect of it because then it's, it's about the locals. It's not about hierarchy and then, you know, dominating all the markets, it's locals and it's smaller but scattered. And that's really important theme too, not to mention the uh, the West and non-West element in, in there as well, where it's not about West anymore. It's, it's really uh, decentralized. That was the term we used back then, but. Now we realize that it's not even a really a proper term to use, but that was the experiment, right? The album is now remixed by more than 200 people, at least. Most of them are really, really surprising. Great musicians we found that we didn't know before, great labels. We met a lot of new connections. Also between them, you know, they it creates a lot of new like connections and networks that's shaping and start to develop by themselves and go a different route by themselves. Slowly, Senyawa will be out of the story. That will be the idea, you know, so it can develop and grow by itself. But also a lot of cons as well. Like it's, it's very messy in terms of like, it's very anarchic, yeah? Because people can do what they want. That means it's no control, stuff like that, which is good in a way. But at the same time, if you want to track how good financially this project is very difficult.
is the connection. Music creates connection, yeah. If you don't like a music, you don't have a connection. That's it. It's a very different from any uh, other uh, things. You cannot deny your taste. If you like something, then you have connection. If you don't like it, then you don't. But for those who have that connection, the connection will stay. And uh, I think uh, it builds that and it creates more and more connection like a snowball. We like to perform in, in places like not in the uh, main cities or you know established scene. So we do that anyway. But then when we start the second decade before the pandemic, we launched a program called Nusantara Tour, which is the archipelago. Yeah? So we plan to have the next decade to visit most of these places in the archipelago by ourselves and then perform there. But if you imagine by doing this after 10 years, visiting all that means Sanyawa will have friends everywhere in the archipelago. And not only friends, but real connection that is rooted, not because we play in the festivals everywhere, no, but because we go to these places that otherwise we wouldn't go or nobody would go, for example, in some places that really nobody go there. It's just about that, just building the connection, but in a more effective and strategic way. <laughs> but of course, this needs money, you know, and then the, we have to break it down into chapters. And then whenever we have like, okay, now we have a little bit of money to do this and time, let's ask which area would want us there. That's it. So we don't tell them, I want to go there, there. No, we have to see who wants us. We have to think about really how to how to fund this. This is our homework now. How can we really make it even more effective? So there's a lot of uh, things to think here, but it's, I think it's a, one of the most interesting programs in Senyawa is this. I don't think I can do this in other projects other than Senyawa. Only Senyawa can do this <laughs> in Indonesia. And, and it's sort of very, very important because to have strong root in our home country, if we want to travel the world and play our music in the world, we have to have that strong root. Otherwise, it's pointless playing everywhere, Australia, Europe, but we don't have strong roots here. I don't have many friends here. I don't think that's going to work, you know. That's how you do it. So it has to be done. During the pandemic, we cannot do this, but then we restart again, but we changed the name, which previously was Nusantara, means archipelago. But then I think there's a political aspect to it that is not going to be objective because Nusantara, there's a hierarchy there. It's a politic of power of dominating the whole archipelago. And that we don't want that because historically that's what happened when this Nusan, the word Nusantara was created. So we had to change it to Nirantara, which is uh, two words combined into one. Which is, that means no in between. <laughs> People in Australia have not seen live Wukir's uh, new instrument, yeah, the Industrial Mutant. I think it's good also the uh, Australia need to experience it live. Um, so the music, yeah, we have to see. Maybe it depends on what kind of space we're facing. Then we'll, we'll try to figure out what kind of sets we're going to do. Depends on what kind of space. I will bring like, one set of Industrial Mutant, like for one guitar. And then spatula instrument, and then with the with the new instrument, 
I put that the material I use a, a broken tile and then bronze. You will see. Senyawa will perform at St. Barnabas Church, Eora, Sydney for Soft Centre's opening concert on Thursday the 24th of November and at Miscellanea in Nam, Melbourne for Liquid Architecture's Ritual Community Music Series on Sunday the 27th of November. You can find tickets through the link in our show notes. This podcast was produced by Mara Schrepfeger for Liquid Architecture on the land of the Gadigal of the Eora Nation. We acknowledge them as the traditional owners of this land and recognize that sovereignty has never been ceded. We pay our respects to their elders past and present. Liquid Architecture is an Australian organization for artists working with sound and listening. You can support our podcast and online journal disclaimer through a Patreon subscription for as little as $5 a month. Find the link in our show notes. <laughs>